Sports Pick 6 with a brand new week here of podcast episodes. We are kicking it off today on this Monday, December 21st. Brad Dallas joined by Jerry Skelton, the president of AIM System. What a weekend it was in football. We had championship Saturday at the college level. We had those two NFL games on Saturday as well, which Jerry gave you the winners in that little teaser bet he put out on Friday's podcast. The Bills won and the Packers won by more than two on Saturday. Yesterday, we saw some action as well. Jalen Hurts, it looks like it's it's his job to lose now in Philly as you know he had the, the Eagles playing well yesterday. They did fall to the Cardinals, but we gave you the over in that game, and it went well over the total. 59 is what it ended up as. And uh, Friday night it was interesting to kind of go back here. Uh, we had a little bit of action, you know, Pac-12 after dark, sort of say, between USC and Oregon. That was a fascinating matchup. And uh, UAB and Marshall were in action as well, in addition to Ball State and Buffalo. So again, all weekend long, there were so many different games, Jerry. You know, I guess we started at the college level here. You know, we have our four playoff teams now set. There's, I got a lot of thoughts on that one. Uh, but as far as the games themselves went, uh, I, I got to say my my biggest disappointment of the weekend w- has to be Notre Dame-Clemson. I know you weren't surprised by how that game played out, but I was very disappointed personally. I wanted more of a game. Yeah, I mean, those frauds over in Notre Dame. I mean, uh, Coach Kelly saying he would boycott Pasadena if that were one of the sites. You know what? I was like, you might be boycotting the Gasparilla Bowl because that's where they belong. They don't belong in the playoffs. How do you look? I tried to tell you this before. They played in Notre Dame. They played a home game against a guy making his first start. The number one draft pick overall missed the game. All right. And they played at home and they played to overtime. Now at full strength, they don't belong on the same field. I don't understand how much more obvious it could get. They don't belong on the same field. Clemson was up 31-3 at one point, 34-3. Notre Dame got a late touchdown. I mean, you know what? Honestly, and this is me just saying this, okay? Dabble called off the dogs, right? Maybe. Maybe he wanted Notre Dame in the playoffs because he knows he's laughing at that team on the other side. I mean, they could have won 50-3 to and then just put them out of their misery. But he said, you know what? We won this game handily. Let's just kind of pound the rock. We gave up a late touchdown. 34-10 is kind of respectable. They didn't add on, and they're like, you know, we want these clowns in the playoffs because they have no shot at beating us. I mean – by the way, this the, he has he has an eye for the camera. You know, I mean, he has the lines. Voting Ohio State ninth. I like that too. That was pretty good. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> but now he's got to play him. So uh, again, there's a lot to get into. But yeah, Notre Dame's a bunch of frauds that don't belong. By the way, AimSystems.live is where you can find me, and when you can find what my guys are on, and when I'm playing with real money. Again, here we try to find some angles. We try to pick up some money, like those teasers that we won easily on Saturday. But you know. We're here for a couple of reasons, you know, to entertain you, to educate you, give you some winners here and there. But aimsystems.live is where the real gold is at. Now, Notre Dame, like you said, they don't belong. I don't understand how the how anyone could watch that game and say, yeah, they're one of the four best teams. Yeah, I get but they I, were 10 and 0. I get they yeah. have the resume. But yeah. you saw what they did against a real Clemson team. They don't belong. And now, how about this, Brad? Whether they belong or not is is a whole other conversation. But we're here to make money, and we're here to tell you who the four best teams are. How about the point spread? Alabama versus Notre Dame. It's a 20-point spread in a semifinal for the playoffs. 
If that's not enough for you to know, I know they don't care about the odds. I don't know what else to tell you. Florida played a hell of a game and Alabama held on. I think that was kind of the the lasting impression I thought of that game. Alabama's got a hell of a squad, but Florida came to play. I mean, they really, really did. Yeah, Florida <laughs> came to play. They gave them a game. And I guess with Alabama, you're not going to hold them down. All right, so you need to score with them, which Florida can do, which Clemson can do, and Ohio State can do. Guess who can't do that? Notre Dame. They may have one of the better defenses, but that's not going to work against this team. They will score at will, and Notre Dame will get blown out. Here's here's the games, okay? Semifinals. Clemson's a seven, seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Ohio State. You know, fairly competitive. Alabama, 20 over Notre Dame. The team doesn't belong. They don't belong in there, but that's for food for another day. Let's look. Northwestern, really love those guys. Scrappy little team, no yeah. five-star athletes. They played tough, man. They really gave the Ohio State everything they could ask for in a 22-10 defeat. They led 10-6 at halftime. They had intercepted fields a couple of times. They made stops. They did everything. They just, they don't have the athletes to play with that team. And I'm really happy that I'm hearing Pat Fitzgerald's name for the NFL. Because lots of consideration. I'm sick and tired of hearing David Shaw, by the way who punted from the 32-yard line. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see him punt from the 32-yard line? No, I did not see that. I, it's Why did he punt from the 32? I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, it's inexcusable. He just loves to punt. I think he has a— What does he have, Jake Bailey as his punter? The he punter may or, have or? a clause in his contract that the more times he punts, the more times he gets paid. I'm serious because it was 4-9 from the 32 and he punted. What I, I was like, are you kidding me? And this guy's name, he gets mentioned year after year. Maybe they just do it to like make him feel good. But they're like NFL, they're drooling over David Shaw. Well, you're punting from the 32-yard line. That's like a fireable offense in my book. So That's kind of crazy that some people are still drooling over him because he's still kind of riding off of the coattails of Andrew Luck at this yes, point. He's not exactly. even in the league anymore. He's out of the league. Yeah, and not only is he not in Stanford or not in, he's not in the, he, he's retired. He's yeah. still living off those laurels, and and wow. and, and Jim Harbaugh too from uh, from a little bit of that. But uh, Stanford beats UCLA 48-47. A game doesn't matter. We talked about the, the Oregon Ducks. How about that? They replace Washington, so you have Oregon Ducks, the Pac-12 champions, but you have Washington and USC division champ. How does that work, Brad? How does it work for your guys in California? You have, you have two different division champions, I, and, scratching my and, head and the on conference champion is neither one of them. How does that happen? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It, it's Again, it's kind of like you know Notre Dame, Clemson. Why did they even play the game Yeah, on Saturday? It just yeah, didn't make sense. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. So, uh, you know, we just cleaned up the college slate. We talked about Northwestern. Oklahoma were a really nice win. That was a good game. Oklahoma versus Iowa State. I'd rather see Oklahoma in there. Then Notre Dame, they'd probably get blown out also, but, you know, whatever. And Cincinnati, get out of here. You won by three against Tulsa. Please stop giving me the Cincinnati talk. They, but they Tulsa's want a, a good team, though. Yeah, but they're— Tulsa's a good team. They're not Florida. They're not Alabama. They're not I know, Tulsa, but they're, they're ranked. Get they, out they of here. They were ranked. I did see that put out. There, it's, a lot of people were tweeting about this, that, and I agree. The narrative should change a little bit about Cincinnati. I know you're not a fan of this, but Tulsa was ranked. They weren't chopped liver. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They were ranked. So what? Big deal. Who does uh, Cincinnati, who do they get? Let me see. Uh, we're jumping ahead, but Georgia. 
they will beat the Peach pants Bowl. off of Cincinnati, okay? You watch, and Georgia's like the fourth best team in the SEC. They don't belong on the same field. They're a seven-point right, favorite. We'll see. They're going to blow them out. All right, so that's what we got to talk about the college. We're cleaning it up. We got a lot of bowl stuff to talk about. I got a game going on right now, so sometimes you know me. I'm all over the place. I scatterbrain. I'm watching the ever-important App State versus North Texas in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. So yes, if, if I was if going through hear, the schedule last night and I saw this was going to be the first bowl up and I was like, oh, this guy, you hear me jump up or it. you hear me some screaming because uh, North Texas or App State did something phenomenal. But well, we got plenty of time to talk about that. Let's go over to the NFL and you, my friend, are you wearing all black today? Yeah. Another funeral, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, if for, for your listeners that didn't join us on Friday, Brad went to the game at Dolphin Stadium cheering for his diehard Patriot fandom, and it really died that day because Cam Newton, by the way, the gift that keeps on giving, under one and a half touchdown passes. How many did he have, Brad? Zero. Zero. There you go. Does he have <laughs> one had- and a half for the whole year? Don't know. But uh, yeah, every single week, we're in week, what, 16 now? Uh, he missed a couple of games due to COVID. He's 0 for 14 on that prop on getting two touchdown passes in a game. But uh, yeah, what what are your thoughts? We'll start there and then we'll bounce around. I'll let you get over it real quickly and then we'll end on a high note. 12 points, no touchdowns. It's hard to win an NFL game when you don't put the ball in the end zone. That's the bottom line. And and it was 6-0 at halftime. Patriots were up, but I wasn't feeling good about it, as I told you off the air. I just didn't feel good because Dolphins are good. There's a good Dolphins team this year. They're not great, but they're good. They're trending upward. They're well coached. They're going to find the end zone at some point as they did. Tua wasn't even great yesterday, but Tua's he did never enough. great. I mean, I'm so mad we have Tua instead of Justin Herbert, but let's see if he can grow. Uh, yeah, it was it was one of those deals. It's a nice stadium. You know, I, I like I like Dolphin Stadium. It's a good atmosphere. It was very hot yesterday. Can't complain about that, though, in December. Um, but yeah, Patriots, they're looking to 2021. That's for yeah. sure. And before I get off of this Patriot game, um, did has Bill Belichick just mailed it in? Why down two scores did he not take the field goal late in the game? Does he just not care? Is he just like, we're done, we don't care? You're down 10, you need two scores. I understand what he's thinking. Like, we don't get the touchdown here, we can't win anyway. But, like, don't you have to try? Don't you have to kick the field goal there and maybe onside or do something? I was surprised myself. I thought they would try and kick it, especially with Folk. He's been nailing everything at this point for them. Uh, yeah, I guess, odd. yeah, like you said, it's it's the thinking of we got to score a touchdown at some point and might as well keep trying this. And obviously it's just, it's going backwards, the, the yeah. offense. So nothing, we'll bounce around there. with a couple of things, but I have to start here. I have to start here. You guys know I live in Miami. Uh, I don't know a Dolphin fan, but I grew up in New York. I was a diehard Jet fan for a long time. What are they doing, Brad? Again, I was not big on the tank for Tua last year because I wasn't sold on Tua being better than Herbert or being better than Chase Young or being better than Burrow. There was a lot of guys in that draft, but Trevor Lawrence is a once-in-a-generation type talent. He's a can't-miss. He's Andrew Luck and John Elway. That's what I've heard. Andrew Luck and John Elway. That's where he is compared to as prospects in the last 50 years. It's literally as can't miss as can't miss gets. What are the Jets doing? I'm watching a meme on TV with a guy in a New York bar wearing a 16 Jets jersey, and it says Lawrence on the back. I mean, how do you think that guy feels? That's rough. Man, that's rough. It's it's 
It's a real tough day. You talk about wearing black. I mean, they're doing that today in New York. You know, it's just, it comes down to no, as you know, no one on that team, no player coach wants that 0 and 16 stigma attached to them. They well, don't want, they don't want all it. All I can tell you, the players for sure, especially someone like Sam Darnold, he's like, screw this. I don't want this guy coming to take my job. I get that. But uh, like Adam Gase, normally if you think that you're coming back, you want that generational talent. But I guess he knows he's gone too. So might as well he's just gone. screw the Jets. Like, right? Well, right? Like, I'm yeah. gone anyway. Why would I let the next guy come in? So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, maybe you live under a rock or in a cave somewhere. The Jets needed to lose to get the number one pick. And they went out on the road as a 17-point underdog in Los Angeles and beat a playoff-bound Rams team. I'm flabbergasted by it, and I'm really annoyed because I had over in that game, Brad. And with 13 mm. minutes and 50 seconds to go, I needed six points. A combination, any TD, two field goals, doesn't matter. And I'm in the perfect spot because the Rams, a 17-point favorite at home, are losing. So if they win the game, which they're supposed to, I win my bet. But guess shouldn't what? be too much to ask. It guess really shouldn't what? have been. I don't know. I watched this game. Tooth and nail was dying on it. I don't understand. They got two holding penalties, one on a touchdown, which I would have won right there, which held them to a field goal. And then another one that brought the ball down to the 17-yard line that moved them all the way back to the 35. Now, here's what I don't understand, Brad. You're down three. You're at home. Down three. At home. And it's third and four from the 34-yard, no, 37-yard line. It's a 54-yard field goal if you don't gain a yard, all right? They threw Hail Mary left and Hail Mary right. They went wheel route to a running back 40 yards down the field, and then they ran the same play to the other side. What's wrong with picking up a few yards and kicking the field goal? But God forbid, it's not like it's illegal to get a first down when you're running the ball. Pick, run a play that's going to get you five, six yards. I don't get Sean it. McVay Sean McVay, got the most overrated coach out there. Hail Mary left, Hail Mary right, needing a field goal to tie the game against an 0-14 football team. He got outcoached. Adam Gaze actually outcoached him. Believe that or not, that's what happened yesterday. Well, I don't know what happened. It was, it was he bizarre. He can't outcoach anybody. But uh, something weird did happen. He, he did by he kind of backdoored it yesterday. Cause it, yeah, I don't I know what McVay my was finger thinking. on it, but yeah, that that was horrible, and I'm not happy about it. But uh, Jets get their first win, and screw you because you screwed me. Now you don't have Trevor Lawrence, and you're another decade of irrelevance. Congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You may become something. All right, what else? Tennessee in a blowout, no big deal. Houston, Indianapolis, Indianapolis wins another tight game. Again, I like that team. I like that defense. I like that running game. I like that offensive line. Rivers, I just think, is holding them back. They just don't have anything to go to. So Here's the thing with Indy. Indy is the type of team I think can go into Kansas City and upset the Chiefs. Believe it or not, I I agree with you. And you know what? We don't have to just hear and guess. You know, they did it last year as a 10-point dog. They went into Kansas City and they kept them off. And that was when Mahomes was playing, not to hurt Mahomes. Now, when he missed a couple of games, they went into Kansas City and they kept them off the field. I think they were about a 10-point dog. Dominated time. That's how you have to do it. Something like, you know, someone who has a nice ground and pound. See, the Ravens are more, uh, they're not really ground and pound. They're Lamar. Like, this is a true road graders, like, pound the rock, keep them off the field, get four or five yards of carry. And and I do believe that they can do it. That's the one team that I'm pointing to. That's about it. 
Yeah, I pretty much. I mean, you saw yesterday, I mean, Kansas City, the ultimate closer in Mahomes once again. They find the way. You just can't get into a scoring fest with them because you're just going to lose. You got you to have the defense like Indy. You got to be able to get stops and keep Mahomes off the field. That's the only shot you have because they're probably going 15-1 and one at this point. I don't know over yeah, the next I, two I weeks if anyone's going to stop maybe, them. Maybe if, if the Steelers trip up again, maybe they don't play anyone in week 17. Maybe they rest, possibly. You know, maybe, possibly. I don't even know who the yeah. backup is over there. God forbid, whoever it is. But uh, maybe they rest some people. But uh, what else? Cleveland Chad Henney. Again. Chad Henney was the backup at some Chad point. But. Henney, uh, <laughs> Cleveland, they win again. 10-win uh, team going to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Get rid of uh, those clowns, Freddie Kitchen and uh, Hugh Jackson. They just finally have a coach. coach. It only um, took a million tries. Arizona wins over Philly. Philly, okay. Yeah, what did you think about that one? Philly doesn't win, but uh, they put up 26 points with Jalen Hurts. They put up 25 last week. I mean, they beat the Saints. Uh, they played with Arizona. We talked about Kansas City. They win three-point game at New Orleans, but that was never really that close. The final score is a lot closer than it was. Kansas City was in control throughout. It was a fluke play right before the half. Did you see that? They fumbled the punt into the end zone. Yeah, that was so wild. I only could have fallen yeah. it for a touchdown, and it goes through the back of the end zone. That's five points that they could use today, huh? Um, Baltimore blew out the Ravens. How about this? All right? My boy, MVP Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. I'm telling you right now that moron over in Chicago, Nagy, him going to Nick Foles was the biggest mistake of the year. I'm not saying Trubisky's the greatest quarterback in the world. What he's not is he's not Nick Foles. You see, they're, I think they're the highest scoring offense since since Trubisky took over. They scored 30 they points been. every single game. He is a serviceable quarterback. I know he's got, you know, he 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 was drafted too high and he makes some mistakes. And in that Packer game, his first start back, he had a couple of turnovers, but he did move the ball. He did move. They're scoring at will. They blew out the Texans. They score against, they win a road game against Minnesota, putting up 33 points. I'm telling you, they were 5-0. and and, or they were five and one. I don't remember, but I think they were five and one. But when they made that change, Trubisky was three and one. And then, like, he refused to go back to Trubisky. And it took Nick Foles getting hurt to make this guy make the right move. I'm so annoyed about yeah. that. Because the Bears, I think are we could better. say the aura, the aura of Nick Foles has subsided well, at this maybe point. Maybe not, because he, he might try to stick him in there somewhere. But, uh, okay, so the Bears win again, and they put up 33 points. Again, guys, real quick, aimsystems.live is where you can find us. You know, the Monday and the Friday shows, we run a little bit longer than normal. Um, so we try to get as much stuff in as possible. Aimsystems.live. We're going to look at this game tonight. We are not playing it. I'm just letting you know. We're not playing the game, but we're going to touch on it. So where is it? Where is my game tonight? Why Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Is this a classic example of let's pump the brakes on a double-digit road favorite? I don't know, man, because you know uh, – what's his name? is uh, Ryan Finley's getting the start. He's he's really bad. Uh, whoever was in there uh, – what's his name? Hill or whatever. Whoever quarterback was in there recently uh, after Burrow. Brandon Allen. Why don't I call him? Yes. I, I was thinking Kyle Allen. I don't And then I was like Kyle Hill. Remember no Kenny, relation. Kenny the Trill Hill. Well, they both played at Texas A&M. That's why. But Brandon Allen, he's an Arkansas guy. He's downgraded to out. I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't know what that means. But Burrow's out. So what it means is you're down to your third quarterback, Ryan Finlay out of Boise State. He's made a couple of starts. He's just a guy. 
he, he he's he's not going to scare you. He doesn't do anything well. Um, fourteen points under normal circumstances, you know my answer. You know my mm-hmm. answer. It's the Cincinnati Bengals or pass, but I can't bet Ryan Finley. I mean, if uh, Brandon Allen was in there, yeah, I, I'd probably have to go with Cincinnati. But this is a pass a rule for me. And you know what I always tell you on Monday nights: proposition bets. Mm, um, lots of them. There'll be a bunch of them. I mean, uh, there's there's going to be some angles to play here. I just don't have any right now. They're very lineup dependent. Aimsystems.live is where you can find me. Check in because, you know, this is five hours to kick. I don't really know what I'm doing right now, but I will be dialed in about an hour to kick. So Aimsystems.live is where you can find me. And as always, thanks for having me. And I feel really bad that you had to suffer through that Patriot game yesterday. It's okay. I'll get over it. I mean, you know, six Super Bowls in 20 years. I mean, you You'll know, get over it. I'll, I'll get over it. Good Look, you. tonight, this, this is going to be interesting. I think Pittsburgh's got a little pressure on them. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Cincinnati, they're, they're trotting out, you know, the B squad basically this evening. But Steelers, they're reeling a little bit with those two back-to-back losses. I think they need, they need an impressive showing tonight, right, to say that, okay, we actually maybe can make a little run here into the postseason. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll you, you know out. me. I, I think they're overrated. Uh, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're probably a one and done in the playoffs. You know, but if they won a game, it wouldn't surprise me. They're just not going to the Super Bowl. How about that? It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I, I think everyone is in agreement on that one at this point. Jerry, thanks, my man. Great way to start off the week. We are back at it tomorrow. Enjoy tonight's Monday night football game. We'll talk to you again real soon. Keep living the dream. <laughs>